Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. You know what I don't love is the huge petrol price. Now, according to my broadband, uh, over 2,000 rand per tank for bigger cars. That is not a small amount of money. South African motorists will pay between 48 rand 60 and 91 rand 20 more to fill their cars up with petrol. That's from today. The Department of Mineral Resources and Energy has released the latest adjustment in fuel prices showing that unleaded 95 will go to will increase by another 1 rand 14 while unleaded 93 will be hiked by 1 rand 08. That, of course, takes the petrol price as high as 25 rand 68 inland and 24.96 on the coast. Very, very frightening. And the impact on South Africa is something I'm very concerned about. Leighton Beard is the AA spokesperson. He joins us this morning. Leighton, a very good morning. How are you? I'm good, thank you, Howard. Good to be with you again. The, uh, I mean, this is very, very frightening, isn't it, for South Africans? Yeah, it certainly is. I mean, it's um, it's uh, going to be devastating to many South Africans. I think the big concern that we have, obviously, is that increase in the diesel price. Uh, diesel is such a huge input cost in so many different sectors that when that price increases, unfortunately, those increased input costs are passed on to consumers and that's where they will feel it. Um, you know, people are going to pay more at the toll for essential items purely because the diesel price um, has increased. And um, that basket of goods is just going to become that much more dearer than it was in the previous months. The, in, in terms of your experience, prices obviously need to go up when the cost of fuel goes up. Does, do they ever come down again? So, unfortunately, what happens is is that many um, many of the input costs are calculated on an immediate basis, and you feel that because obviously you know that that's what you've got to pay at that time. So, um, prices will increase. Prices will decrease if there is a sustained decrease over a period of time uh, to the diesel price. So, obviously, those input costs have to remain at a certain level. When they come down, there's no guarantee that they're going to come down in the months ahead. So um, it's it's a little bit of a hedging in terms of what uh, what those manufacturers and retailers uh, do in terms of their price. So yes, you will see more of an immediate increase than an immediate decrease. If there is, as I said, um, you know decreases over a period of time, then you will start to see decreases at the top. But it won't obviously be as immediate as the increases. Can we just talk about the fuel levy? What is the current situation and discussions around that? And what percentage of our petrol price uh, is in the levy? In other words, if prices go up, does the levy go up accordingly proportionately? No, the levy doesn't increase. The levies are set annually by the Minister of Finance. Um, he announces those increases in February in his budget speech, and they get implemented in April. Um, but they don't go up or down with the with the fuel price. So the percentage is obviously going to be higher or lower depending on what the price of uh, fuel is. So if the price is higher, then the percentage of the levies is going to be lower. But if the if the fuel price is lower, then obviously the percentage of the of the levies is going to be higher. Currently, the general fuel levy is the biggest levy. Um, it's calculated at three rand ninety-three a litre. 
the road accident fund is added to that, and that uh, comprises two rand and eighteen cents a litre. And so combined, they they give you a figure of around six rand and eleven cents per litre. Now there have been a lot of calls to scrap the fuel levy, the general fuel levy, which is, as I said earlier, around four rand a litre. Mm. The problem with the calls to scrap it is that it is the fourth biggest tax that government collects, and it generates around 110, 120 billion rand a year mm. to the fiscus. If government were to simply scrap that levy, um, they may look for alternatives to replace that. And they certainly will do that in an environment where revenue collection is already low. And they're certainly not going to just get rid of an income of 110 billion rand a year and let, it, and let that go. So it may manifest in higher VAT, more corporate or personal income tax, or there may even be a new tax to accommodate for losing that levy. So in our view, um, losing or just scrapping that levy is counterproductive. Uh, and we would not, you know, we don't support the call to just scrap that levy because it's, it's gonna, it's gonna come back in another form that may actually bite us harder. Um, in terms of the road accident fund levy, we believe there is wiggle room there. Um, it's a fund that in our view is mismanaged and poorly run. Um, and South Africans don't get great benefit from the, from the road accident fund. Now that two rand 18, we believe is something that government can look at immediately as a way of alleviating pain in terms of fuel price. So you would not be supportive of a complete scrap just because it, uh, it, it, it really will have a too significant an impact. Look, I mean, I think, you know, let's put this in context, Howard. We absolutely want to see lower fuel pricing. There is absolutely no question about that. And, if you were to take the fuel levy off, it would provide an immediate relief of around four rand a litre. Absolutely perfect. Well done. We're happy with that. And that's obviously something, um, you know, a low fuel price is something we would like to see. What we don't want to see is South Africans being punished through another form of tax, uh, taxation um, that may be equally uh, damaging to them personally and to the economy. So if you take away the fuel levy, where do you generate that 110 billion mm, rand a year mm. to the fiscal annual? Um, you know, is it going to be the small pool of existing taxpayers that have to then fund that? Um, that may be onerous on that pool of taxpayers already. Do we increase corporate income tax? Um, do we increase VAT, which would obviously hurt many, many millions of South Africans? So you've got to consider that payoff. Um, and as I said earlier, government is not simply going to let go of that very massive amount that it generates through the fuel levy without looking for an alternative to replace it. So it is a tricky discussion. Um, we're not in favor of just scrapping it because that, in our view, would lead to problems down the line and be counterproductive uh, at the end of the day. Is the price, uh, is government doing and uh, is government doing the best they can do in terms of the actual fuel price. I mean, I know that that is set pretty much, but in terms of the imports and in terms of the uh, the logistics of it, is this the best we can expect, or is there a way that uh, that we could uh, potentially get better pricing? 
Well, I think there are ways in which we can get better pricing. I think we need to look at the refining capacity in South Africa. We need to look at the calculation of the basic fuel price in South Africa. Obviously, um, internal political and economic developments will impact on the value of the rand against the U.S. dollar, which is a factor that determines the local fuel pricing. Mm -hmm. So, in short, the answer to your question is government, in our view, can certainly do more to deal more effectively with the fuel price uh, in South Africa. I just want to add... Onto that, uh, Howard, a very important point, and you know, I'm not going to just government bash for the sake of it. Not yet, the fuel price increase is something that is internationally. Countries around the world are struggling and grappling with this issue of fuel pricing in the same way that South Africa is. Countries in Europe, in the Americas, in Asia, um, places like Australia, New Zealand, everybody is grappling with this issue of high fuel pricing that is impacting on inflation, leading to higher central bank rates. And it's something that is not unique to South Africa. It's being felt all over the world. Certainly in other parts of the world, there are other measures in place that can mitigate against that. Better public transport. South Africa has extremely poor public transport. Mm -hmm. So in other countries, people have better alternatives than what we have in South Africa. And that, in our view, is another way in which government can deal with this better by introducing better public transport that is actually more affordable than using a vehicle, cleaner and safer than using your own vehicle, um, and more reliable. But we don't have that infrastructure. And instead, we see money being pumped into areas which we don't feel um, accommodate uh, public transport, uh, and that's a huge problem. So essentially what I'm saying is, is if, there was, if, if there was an alternative, people would use it. There simply isn't that alternative in South Africa. Right. And, and perhaps maybe a, a nuance would be to ensure that the fuel levy is used, those taxes are used, to, uh, to, to, to stay within that ecosystem that, is, uh, that, that, that assists with improving things. Oh, no, yeah, right. absolutely. Mm. I mean, I think if you're looking at, uh, you know, at, 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 at a whole ecosystem, um, there, there are too many issues around transport in South Africa that are not being addressed properly. Uh, and, you know, th that's part of the whole fuel pricing uh, dilemma. Uh, you, you know, if, if, like I said, if there was better, more, more reliable, affordable, safer public transport um, that more people were using, um, that would make a big difference. And that is uh, where we leave it. Carol says, uh, excellent interview. Thank you. Uh, we try and bring you all of this information and uh, try and get an understanding uh, of the factors. Leighton Beard, AA spokesperson, talking to us about the increase in the fuel price. 856.